Yeah. Time to strap on the copperheads. Put them on. Watch your watch your blood flow stop before your very eyes. <laughs> we figured out the, the the trick to the copper line of products. They just basically cut off circulation to whatever body part. It definitely makes it feel like something is happening, but I don't think increased strength and power are uh, are actual symptoms. So welcome to podcast number four. Uh, today we are going to be talking some updates and uh, a couple Halloween-inspired things that yeah. don't ha have anything to do with Halloween, actually. They kind of do. It's personally my favorite time of the year. It's, I don't know why. It's the I like fall. I like colder weather. I like spooky shit. Yeah, the change in the season is always pretty pretty special. Yeah. Love that. Grew up, grew up in New England, and that change was always pretty awesome. Yeah. That was Colorado used to have seasonal changes. I think that's all done now. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do the, the whole apple picking thing? No, they didn't have... Apple oh, picking wasn't a huge so thing. in the fun. When I first moved to the East Coast, that was one of the first, like noticeable differences in culture that I, I was like, let's go apple picking. Yeah. I'm like, so we're just going to go to the store and like pick out good apples? <laughs> and we're like, no. no you're you're going to climb those trees. Yeah. You're going to get up there with your, your pail and, you, and get the get those apples. You know, Old um, Johnny Appleseed. Those places, pail. man, we used to jump in the car. We'd pile into the car. We'd drive out to this, this huge, huge orchard. You spend the whole day, you know, you jump on the back of a, of a tractor uh, and they, they bring you out into the orchard. You spend the day picking apples, and you end up back the uh, farmstead, back or at the farm. Yeah. yeah, back at the farm where you know they're making pressing fresh apple cider, and they're you know they've got apple cider got donuts, donuts and everything. Is, I mean, they, I definitely took to those. That was like, the those. best. That was just the, like, the best thing ever. The, quick, the quickest way to my heart is through a good donut. <laughs> you may not know the that. apple cider donuts are are the way yeah. the way to go. I came into it at a weird time because I think now, like when you were a kid, that was probably like more of a rural, not rural, but like more of a pure culture. Now it's like very, seems very commercialized. And I don't know if it's always been that way, but when I go to these farms, it's like there's, they have a store and it's like, yeah, it just seems all very like, you know, all very set up and, hey, you and gotta, scripted. You know, and, you gotta yeah. make a, you gotta make a run of it. You I've also make, worked make on, that money. I've also worked on a farm before and I was like, this, it was nothing like this. You I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know this. <laughs> I've just visited a farm. You know what? I, I never worked back. on a farm. I didn't work on the farm. Yeah. It just felt like I did, but I remember walking in cow shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> on uh, that note. I've been on a farm. I watched, you know, I visited the farm with my <laughs> uncle while, and like, I didn't actually have to do any work, but I had to be there. Um, uh, but yeah, he funny. was, uh, he, he was, he worked on a, a dairy farm and straight up milked cows. And it was just like, nothing about it was, uh, seemed as glamorous as like the apple orchard experience. Those guys, like yeah. it's just teenagers. They like, they might as well be working at like a, at a gap, you know, it seems really like fun. My, and yeah, I just, I just remember it just, my uncle just was always smelled like cow shit. It just seemed like there's always cow <laughs> shit involved. It was not, it's a different kind of farm, I guess. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that whole I, I love that too. That's that's a great tradition, and uh, yeah, and that along with like pumpkin picking, there's like a similar pumpkin thing picking, going there. carving, yeah. all that stuff. Coming up this week, Doctor Strange. That's going to be that's going to be a big one. I think pretty awesome. Probably Lots the, of amazing reviews coming in for that. It's probably the only like big movie release coming out that I I've cared about in a while. Yeah, I'm just curious to see how they handle such a different kind of concept well, there's, within the Marvel universe. Yeah, the Marvel getting into magic, right? With yeah. this. Yeah. And there's a whole there is a whole magic element in the Marvel universe. It's sort of like the Illuminati that hasn't been touched on in the films yet, but it's actually a very big part of the Marvel universe. So it's like and that includes like 
Ghost Rider. You know, he's part of the. Yeah. These are all like spectral entities. You know, yeah. that basically are arcane. I guess is the word you would use. The arcane, yeah, arcane. part of uh, of Marvel. Yeah, I am way into magic things. Uh, you know, there are different. There's sort of fantasy based stuff. There's sci fi. You know, these different sort of genres. But magic was always big for me. Uh, a recent series that came out, Jonathan Strange and uh, Mr. Norrell, was pretty amazing. I'd highly recommend that. The that book a- the book is great by Susanna Clark, but uh, it was a Netflix uh, series. No, not sorry, not a Netflix series. They, they, it is on Netflix, but what's it called? Great adaptation. Uh, it's called Jonathan Strange. Really, so and Mr. Just, Norrell. His name's just Strange. <laughs> yes, his name is Strange. Is that like? Uh- the like how Harry Potter was the name of the character in the movie Troll back in the eighties, and yes. he was a young, <laughs> budding wizard, <laughs> the chosen one. Yeah, Dr. check S- out Troll if you haven't seen Troll yet. <laughs> Let's see episode five update. Yeah, um, we are cranking on this. It's going to be right up to the wire to make it for Thanksgiving, but we're in pretty good shape with it. Yeah, we felt confident enough to to put a date on it at this point. Um, which we, if you know anything about us, we're usually very reluctant to do. We like to be <laughs> play fast and loose with deadlines, and normally because we're so busy with other things. But I think lately we've had more free time than we normally have, and we're able to just focus on this and crush it. Yep, you know? we are crushing uh, lots. We're in the stage where we're doing a lot of the sound design, music placement, and we're about to do a whole string of finalizing uh, on some of the character parts. It's really funny. <laughs> it, it, at, at this point, Craven and I both, I think, agree that this. we usually gauge how well we think something's going to do based on how much it makes us laugh when we watch it. And I feel with episode five, it may be some of the best stuff we've ever written together. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be disappointing if it's not, but I, I don't care. It's like it's been entertaining to us, the process. We so. are definitely hyping this one. We've, <laughs> we've done more, we've done more like, hype for this than any other previous thing ever. I mean, we've got the teasers online. Yeah, the teaser got- actually has something to do with the episode <laughs> as opposed to previous teasers. A completely unrelated piece of media. Yeah. A creepy yeah. rap about puberty. <laughs> Which I still love, but yeah, it was just sort of a tertiary piece of... <laughs> yeah. Which loosely became part of the canon. Him being into runes was like a... was originally a lyric in that rap that we worked into episode three. But right. it was just like a throwaway. Like, oh, I'm into runes now, by yeah. the way, <laughs> as referenced in this song. <laughs> but yeah, this time, all the teasers are legit uh, insights into what to expect. So. Yeah, we are totally stoked for this one. We actually tried to do something similar to the rap, and that's why we came up with that trailer that you may or may not have seen. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's the most recent video on our channel. It's called uh, Star Crash. No. Star Storm. Star Storm. The, the Destruction, Destruction of Father. Father. Um, which, if you are a fan of schlocky 80s movies, it's <laughs> referencing the movie Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin. We've, uh, we, we found a voiceover guy that nailed it. We really searched hard for the right person to get that sound, uh, and so we were lucky to find the right guy. It's a specific sound, because we've worked with John Bailey before, but he's like a legit current movie voiceover trailer guy like he's yeah. I think not only is he the, he's the honest movie trailer guy but I think he's actually become the actual the real movie trailer guy at this point right and it's it would have been easy to work with him but it's just there's a quality to those grindhouse you know eight, 70s and 80s voiceover artists that's just different than, than what we do today they always sound like they're just they're they're smoking a cigarette as they're doing <laughs> the, the reads and so, they probably were to be honest definitely were yeah <laughs> But yeah, we're really happy with that. Um, that that trailer was a lot of fun. 
And uh, yeah, I can't wait for you to see how that scene plays out. Yeah, Zach uh, brought up uh, a great question from a redditor. Yeah, we have. For, for those of you that don't know, uh, there's a fan made uh, Arlnots Reddit page. R Arlnots. I encourage you to check it out. There's not a lot of traffic on there right now, but it does it does get some some love. And uh, a user Brian Solo hit us with a really great question, uh, which basically some uh, to sum it up, he basically asked us. Uh, first, he he complimented us by saying that he thinks that our writing and our comedy and our confidence has grown. Uh, over the course of these episodes from Jedi Party. And he was wondering, based on that, on on our, our, our current, what, I don't know, ability and our, our current aesthetic, if we, if we could go back and change episode one, it, what, what would we change? Right. And Brian, first and foremost, thanks for your very kind words. And uh, we thought it was a great question. So we thought we'd take a, a couple minutes to answer it uh, on this podcast. It's a tough question <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know what? I think, and at least to put it in Star Wars terms, I think the best example you can look at who's somebody who did that is George Lucas. Yeah, Lucas did go back and retroactively adjust things, oftentimes things that made no sense, like adding a scream to Luke as he fell. <laughs> yeah. We're really happy with the way that the episodes have developed. And in a, in a way, they have to start somewhere. It is growing and changing as it goes, you know, we didn't plan everything out from the beginning. We planned quite a, a lot out from the beginning, but there are a lot of storylines and story arcs. For example, we didn't know that la like la uh, the Death Star would be a laser tag facility. You know, we just had no idea when going into episode one. With each one, they've developed more over time and we've had a little bit of heavy lifting to do to keep the story rolling in a way that made sense and is logical. You're gonna see in episode five that, that it's it's all completely logical. Uh, it's <laughs> insane, but, uh, but there is a continuous uh, storyline, but we wouldn't. I think going back, I can't think of anything that I really would want to change. I mean, I suppose you could take a couple characters and, and sort of yeah. um, knowing what we know now. Maybe but, a little bit more of Anakin, I guess. But that uh, that kid was would have been tough to work with, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, there could have been some of that. Maybe we would have Rest done some. Peace. We would have done some gag. Some gags. He's still alive, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Uh, we might have done some gags with like the pod racing thing or something. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, pod racing would have been a decent. Um, media to play around with we, d we developed the whole dance fight thing though and that was like i don't know how that would have related to the pod race yeah that's uh yeah a lot of those jokes are, are a lot of the jokes we have today are there because of what episode one was you know like however you know rough around the edges it may be right that was also coming off of banging outtakes which was like our second video we ever uploaded to our channel and so we just so we're almost approaching it from that style of just irreverent unrelated gags you know that were you know, Bane Outtakes was loosely tied together by the fact that he, like, his character was like that of a, a fitness guy, you know, a dietitian, And so that's all, the only thing that, that was the only common thread throughout the whole thing. And so for us, the Jedi Party was like the only common thread was that the Jedi were just out for a good time, no matter, at, at any cost. And that weirdly, Darth Maul was some closeted, repressed <laughs> party guy <laughs> that had a... He was Lord of the Dance. He was Lord of the Dance, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess he, that might actually, that theme might come around again too. The idea of this like corporate guy who's secretly, you know, yearns to become Lord of the Dance. <laughs> he wanted to quadruple his flip power and it didn't work out. It did not work out. So, um, so yeah, I would say that uh, I wouldn't want to maybe adjust something or go, you know, looking back, really happy with the way it's developed. And it's, it is a little, 
it is a little odd, I guess, that it starts with really short episodes that get lo yeah. longer as they go. This, but episode five is not longer than episode four. Yeah. So we're going we're going backwards. It's going to land somewhere around thirty minutes. And there's a weird mix of wants and needs from the audience too. A lot of people are like they hope that they keep getting longer. And other people are like, damn, dude, forty five minutes. Like, what are you what are you asking from us? <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. Just sit back and enjoy something. Yeah. Like what do you, you know like. You're, you're looking at media. There's media out there that's an hour long. It's not just because it's on YouTube. It's not unusual for a piece of entertainment to be an hour long. You know, yeah. like every Netflix show you binge watch is an hour long. You know, it's, um, I don't know. I just wish people, maybe if I could go back and change one thing, uh, it's I wish people maybe, I don't know if they appreciated it or not. I was really happy, like proud of the, the, the roasting jokes we come up with for Watto. Oh, and they Watto. didn't seem to get a lot of attention. God. Like for better or for worse, nobody really seems to like. I remember thinking, did we go too far with Watto? You know, <laughs> but nobody we... was like, guys, come on, gross. They were just like, <laughs> nothing. There was just nothing. Every once in a while you'd see a comment where people would be like, damn, Watto though. And it's like, cool. But it's <laughs> both, neither one of us are really good at writing jokes like that. We were really proud about it. Like those were jokes. Those were roasts. Yeah, and Qui Gon was just getting roasted, and he did nothing yeah, and about sort of it. Classic just, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, thing. he's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know, it's just yeah. a gross. We weren't little... trying to be gross with him. We were just trying to make him that jokey guy. Yeah, who who does things like that? You know, who goes there? And all Qui Gon could do is just kind of smile and shake his head like this. He asshole. just takes all that abuse and then walks out. <laughs> there isn't even really a scene there. He just walks in, gets abused, and then walks he's taking away. Taking more abuse than a hut tampon. <laughs> gross. Gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> I, I yeah. totally blew his accent, too. I couldn't like... Well, it's hard to tell what his accent's supposed to be in the movie, too. That was part of the criticism of the, that franchise. Like, is he supposed to be, like, a Jewy guy? Like, what's going on there? And so my yeah. mine was kind of a mix of, like, Rodney Dangerfield meets, like, Cheech Marin. <laughs> I, don't know, yeah. I don't know what I was going for there. It was pretty inconsistent, but I yeah. like I like Watto. I like that character. It just seems like he didn't get a lot of uh, hate or love. It was yeah. kind of... I almost wish people like really hated him. <laughs> At least that's something, you know. Yeah, you but. know, coming back to this Lucas repurposing or readjusting his own films, we're strong believers in the philosophy that sometimes a lack of context gives gives something a little bit more uh, edge or fun, leaves things to your imagination. If you hear a good sample in a piece of music, something weird or fun or really left field, you may not want to know what the source is because it leaves you with this kind of whimsical idea about what that thing is. Um, and I, I think sometimes when you have that freedom to just imagine something, it, it, it's, it's truly magical, you know? Uh, someone that really blew it recently was the new Alice in Wonderland film. It made the, did the weirdest thing ever. They created this conceit in the film of uh, a character who was time itself. So this character is time, right? And Alice. Is his name Kronos? His name, yeah, no, no, there's a there's a device <laughs> called the Kronos. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's or the, the it's not the Chronosphere, <laughs> Chrono Cube. Right. Um, that, that's our thing. It's like thing. the Chronosphere or something. And uh, Alice is uh, tasked with going back in time to solve some of the problems that are happening in Wonderland at that at that moment. So she goes back in time, and they systematically, throughout the film, explain away all of the things that are that that are make Wonderland what it is. There's a story about how the queen's head got bigger. <laughs> There's uh, Really? Yeah, they, they, they explain why the Mad Hatter is in fact mad. 
it's it's really terrible. So they, they just they, so they go went back, through and they took the wonder out of Wonderland. Yes, like, they, they systematically remove everything that makes Wonderland cool. Alice's by Adventures in Explained Land. Yeah, it, and it's it would they just completely it was like baffling to watch this like re- remove all the fun <laughs> bit by yeah. bit. You know, it's in a structured way. It was almost... Well, that was part of the whole, like, magic of that original world, was that there was no explanation for these things, because this world was not like ours. It didn't, it didn't like, the rules didn't apply to it, and you couldn't, like, it's not for a human to explain, to, to understand what made these things what they were. Yeah, it, there's whimsy in it. Yeah. But to, see, to, to find out that the Mad Hatter just has, like, uh, he's got problems just like I do. He, what did he, like, lose his family? Is yeah, that, his family that? was yeah. killed. Spoiler alert. And that's, if you're that's sort of how he loses, that's kind of how he lost his mind. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. So instead of just being this, like, they loony why the cartoon character, he's, like, he's just a this guy with, like, <clears throat> a, a, like a, a severe emotional issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Stemming from loss. Right. <laughs> oh, it's my so God. so sad. But anyway, so, so we're big fans of leaving some things... Uh, leaving some of the context a little open or left to your imagination, you know, and in a, in a sense, I kind of like that we didn't overdo episode one because it left us with a lot of potential avenues to pursue the story, which was kind of lucky break. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't, yeah, you know, we didn't box ourselves in at at the at the top there, which was kind of lucky. What oh, else? by the way, the best Alice in Wonderland uh, adaptation, in my personal opinion, is Jan Svankmeyer's Alice. It's a mixture of live action and stop action animation, and it's it's just totally rad. I feel like it's the best. Yeah, I, I am also. That is also my personal favorite uh, version of Alice, and it's it's just called Alice, and it's uh, it's equal parts like wondrous and horrifying, which I think is what yeah, that story is supposed dark. to be. It's it's almost like a bad dream. That's like a lot of parts where paths that lead to inexplicable avenues and just like. And some of the puppet work is just like the the white rabbit. And this is not a spoiler. This happens right away. This is the white rabbit in her world is actually a taxidermy rabbit that she has in her bedroom that like comes to life and like rips the nails out of his hands and like stuffs sawdust back into his guts and like just puts a hat on and is like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. He keeps ripping open and spilling sawdust out. And so he carries a spoon around with him and he's, he eats the sawdust. <laughs> it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It actually reminds me of, uh, this is a little tangent, you ever seen Bad Taste, Peter Jackson's film? <laughs> I've only seen parts of it. I that think I need to probably sit down and watch it. You need to watch thing. it again. He's done it, he, everybody knows about Dead Alive now, which is like his zombie movie, his mm-hmm. gross-out zombie movie. But Bad Taste was even more of a gross-out project, and he <laughs> actually is in it. His character at one point falls and splits his head open, and his brains keep falling out throughout the movie. He's just... <laughs> trying to shove them back in and he puts a top hat on to squeeze his skull shut and he's slowly losing his mind it's like he's not dying it's making him crazier yeah and he had, at some point there's so many brains on the ground from all the combat he just starts shoving extra brains into his head you gotta watch this movie gross. it is real gross oh, that's terrible <clears throat> yeah that's uh that is wow that that may that may um segue us into freaky experiences yeah maybe. also but yeah before we go check out Jans Falkmeyer's uh and it, it for phonetically it looks like John Schwankmeyer, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's uh, but if you want to, he also all of his films are great. He did Faust, which was yes. hilarious. Yeah, he's he's an incredible filmmaker. But that uh, that that's our big recommendation is Alice. Go watch Alice. Yeah, find it somewhere and buy it. So yeah, let's talk about some spooky experiences spooky in the spirit experiences. of our favorite time of year. Yeah. S- Arl not spooky, spooky experiences. experiences. 
Let's put some effects on that shit. <laughs> we'll do. That's how we do. So let's see. Uh, my thing. I'll let me start here with. Uh, I, for some reason, I've got a thing with things that glow. Uh, and it might be run. It might run in my family. So the first. So going back when my father was a child, he he tells this story that I love. He was out camping with his friends and they cut up all this wood into small, you know, chips and they were just feeding it to a fire uh, all night and hanging out in this forest and camping out. And in the middle of the night, he woke up and got out of the tent and he claims that all of these wood chips were glowing. <laughs> the chips that had been in a fire? No, the chips, uh, the rest of the chips that oh, had not been okay. burnt. I was gonna say because they that's were glowing the like blue, like of... blue. No, no, not like 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 am, like embers. Right. They were glowing, like something would glow in the dark, like blue, like huh. blue glowing. Um, and so he freaked out and he took all these wood chips and stuffed them in this backpack. You know, brought them home and of course they didn't, didn't eat them up with a spoon. They didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did not eat them with a spoon. Okay. They they uh and they never glowed again. And he theorizes that maybe. Uh, it had something to do with moisture, maybe some par part of the moonlight or something. Maybe there's, there's some fungus or something. Yeah, on there. something. Something was. Um, and of course, you know, phosphor. You know, things do have bioluminescence. So, um, but but I've always had a thing with with things that glow. Uh, one time, I, in the middle of a uh, this outrageous thunderstorm, I was standing on a beach, and I saw this orb, this light orb out on the the water. And I thought maybe it could have been a bird or something, but it, it looked weird to me. And then it just rose straight up off the water <laughs> and into the sky, and I was like blown away by that. Um, I have no idea what that might have been. Um, and my last glowing thing is that uh, I heard recently on a podcast a girl talking about this experience that she had had where in the right conditions, if you stand in front of a mirror, maybe after you take a shower and the mirror is fogged up, Oh. It looks like your eyes are glowing like like headlights. Right. And I thought that was funny and I tried to I tried a, a couple of experiments to create this effect because I thought maybe it had to do with, you know, the type of light or the t how much moisture, how much fog. And I couldn't ever do it. How much Candyman plays a part how much in your life. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, how much you're being actually stalked by some kind of supernatural <laughs> demon. Um Scream for me. And then finally, it, it happened to me a couple weeks ago when I was back in Boston, uh, staying at a hotel. I uh, got out of the shower, and sure enough, a glowing eyes. And I was like, holy shit, it's, it happens. Holy shit, it's real. It's real. So I, I took notes about you know the, the conditions in which it happened. Um, but here's the weird thing. I, the effect doesn't, the effect didn't come out on camera. I tried to take a picture of it. And it didn't come out. Huh. Yeah, so I couldn't record it. Uh, and also, when you close your eye, like if I would close one of my eyes, that eye would stop glowing. So it must have something to do with the light actually Reflecting hitting back. your eye, like the way that your eyes What if it's like a double bounce light. back? It's like light hitting your eye, hitting the mirror, hitting your eye again, <clears throat> and then also activating whatever tumor is in the in the heads of your family <laughs> that causes you to see glowing shit all the time. <laughs> yep. There it is. I'm just Runs kidding. Tumors. Are no laughing matter. That's no laughing matter. Except the movie Phenomenon. <laughs> 
those, those are my glowing, those are yeah. my, my family glow stories. My, my scary stories are not really, it's, it's, it's fear that I, we induce ourselves. My, my girlfriend and I, uh, tend to find and check out like abandoned places where it's just really interesting part of history. Our country's not that old, and like some you go to some of these places, and they seem like they've been there for hundreds of years. Yeah. Even though some of them have only been abandoned for like 15 years, it's just super fascinating for us. And I also like creepy shit, so it's like this urban exploration thing we do is just a, a, a big part of like our like time we spend together. You know, we find somewhere we've never been, or somewhere that somebody else has documented. I've got to join you. We've got to join you on some of these. Some yeah, of these we got to make a road trip. We're always trying to find it. This is a great time of year for it too. We recently yeah. uh, we we. Since we first started dating, we try to do a, a road trip around this time of year down south, because there's a uh, New River Gorge uh, through West Virginia just has like hundreds of ghost towns, because there's used to be where all the coal mining happened, and then once coal mm -hmm. was phased out, these places were just instantly abandoned. Some of them are just down to their foundation. Some of them just aren't there anymore. Some of yeah. them still have like giant manufacturing plants that are still there, that are just uh, you know over a hundred years old. Um, so yeah, we went and checked that out, and it's just. We found, I think one of the weirdest ones we found is when we find entire properties that are just covered in giant abandoned buildings that nobody's doing anything with. And I'm like, why, how can we afford to just let this land go to just rot and like nothing? Because the, the grounds themselves are beautiful. And in this particular place, they like manicured it. There's clearly like a grounds crew there in the weekend. And mm -hmm. it's like no trespassing at all. It was like you are not supposed to be in here, but there's somebody in there with a ride mower just hooking the place up. <laughs> For, you know, I guess they figure if someone's going to break in here, it might as well look nice. Huh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's just like giant, it was a, uh, I think it was a military boys school that we went to. And it was just uh, mansions just still standing, just like, but yeah, it's like, I guess the spooky element comes in when you're just like, it's, it's pretty funny. It's like how quickly something can become dangerous. Because in my world, it's never been, I grew up on horror movies and I love ghosts, monsters, was never afraid of them in real life. The the fears that like you go into these places are not like you see like a lot of videos like like our amateur ghost hunters like we're gonna go into this abandoned mental asylum because there's a lot of negative energy here. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, you know where that negative energy comes from? Centipedes and homeless crackheads. Like that's real <laughs> dangers that are that are potentially there. Right. Like all around you, and it's not ghosts. <laughs> Relax with the ghosts. Like, open your eyes. You might get tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you, these like you just you put yourself in a real bad position and it's and it's there's, it's exhilarating in a weird you know yeah thrill seeker kind of way yeah but it's fun and it's interesting it's That's like, awesome. you learn about you learn the history about these places as you check them out yeah sometimes we'll learn about them after we go there we're like we'll leave and we're like uh so apparently they just found a dead body here like two months ago we're like oh hey we were just hanging out there Whoops. walking around taking pictures yeah speaking of pictures you guys have gotten some pretty awesome ones yeah uh, my girlfriend actually has a site. Uh, called Minsky's Abandoned. Uh, she she sort of uh, catalog catalogs all the places we've been to and and writes up their their backstory and their history and everything. It's really interesting. Yeah, uh, check if you, that out. If you follow some of you follow my Instagram, I posted a lot of them from our most recent trip, uh, which we also hit some pumpkin picking farms on the way too. West nice. Virginia's got a lot of good farms off the highway. <laughs> check those out. Um, we picked up some uh, good homemade beef jerky and nice. The, the donuts were cleaned out, man. We got there too late. There was like a line to get into this place. And it yeah. was just, yeah, I don't know. So that's a, if, you, if you have like a spooky area, I, I encourage you to go check it out. There's, there's, it's, there's always like rich history behind it, like how it ended up that way. Watch out for, oh, you know what the biggest danger is? Is teenagers. 
teenagers and cops just make me nervous. <laughs> like I'm, you can tell when you're, I'm in that in-between age where I don't like, I think as you get to a certain age, you like love and trust the cops because you like, you you know, you own stuff and you want to protect your life. <laughs> but then there's also like you reach a certain age where just like all teenagers are hooligans all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like we ran into some at this one place we were at and we were like, hey, what's up, guys? They're really friendly. You know, I'm not a I'm not a dick. I just I just know that statistically they're probably up to no good. <laughs> but uh and if you look at any of these places, you know that they got seriously jacked up by some bored teenagers. I would probably mm -hmm. do the same thing if I was a teenager. I'm like, cool, a place where I can just go smash stuff and act out totally. without, without anybody. It's a victimless crime, you know. So we were at this place, and there's a couple of teenagers there. And we're like, hey, what are you guys doing here? He's like, just here to cause some trouble. I'm like, awesome. Let's get out of here. Like, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> Like they're gonna like cops are gonna show up and be like so what are you creepy old ass people doing with these kids yeah right like, that's not you, this, looks, this looks shady <laughs> but yeah that's it we uh we we have thought for a long time of doing a a video so we're big fans of horror and games and uh, you know some of you may have caught our PT uh, walkthrough experience that Which was kind of fun currently doesn't exist because our website got hacked and oh. that video is down but we can try and put that up for you we did like yeah. a cool like hour long playthrough of the Silent Hill, now defunct Silent Hill demo yeah. called PT. We've been talking for a long time about possibly doing our own uh, our own app that is sort of a haunted house slash puzzler uh, that has a lot of really cool ambient uh, sound and, and a good story. Uh, which uh, something that would be a little bit off the map for us, not comedy yeah. driven, but something that's but it would just kind of fun. I think it would still, we, the way we talk about it, it would still combine like the stuff that we do well together, which is like a mix of sound design, music, and writing. You know, to it wouldn't be comedy, but it would be the same. Like it would be an Arl Knotts project. You yeah, know? that's something that we may we may actually be pursuing uh, in the next maybe year or so. Yeah, we'll see. Get some, if any of you are handy with game development, because we are not. <laughs> But we are handy with everything else. Yep. That is a stumbling block for yeah. us. But we can, uh, yeah, we're kind of searching now for a possible developer partner. So, yeah, yeah we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And there's, uh, in the meantime, uh, this is a good time of year to get in the spirit. Go check out some movies. Um, I don't know, some of my favorites. The Thing is always a, a go-to. Yes. Any time of year, really. But that that's... And that movie, I think what makes it great, there's some obviously like dated qualities about it, but overall, I think because of the location and the subject matter, that movie does not age. You can watch yeah. it anytime. It always feels like it was made recently. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, sure, there's a guy roller skating around, <laughs> serving, you know, like, like going, doing his chores on roller skates. But <laughs> other than a few very painfully 80s things, um, also at the doctor's computer simulation when he was like, how soon before this thing takes over Earth and it's like an Atari. <laughs> but, but, uh, what's my favorite uh, ghost movie? I gotta rank Poltergeist up there as one of my all-time favorites. It's got such an awesome score by the late and great Jerry Goldsmith. But that that film, that's another film that to me does, hasn't aged at all. Poltergeist. It just is, is the bomb. I thought the remake was was pretty shitty. I mean, was there any? Did it have a chance? There's just some, there's just nah. some things that people do today that they just, that they can't do anymore. You know that they, they, like Toby Hooper, like they don't make anyone like him anymore. Yeah, he nailed. He really yeah. nailed it. And I love the and whole Spielberg idea that too, it was like you know? ghost directed by Spielberg. I sort of love that story. Yeah, you know. Um, but whatever it was, they had the they had definitely had the the right uh, chemistry across the board yeah. to to make a great 
ghost film. And they like, and it's just a good mix of like, it was like a family movie, but it was horrifying. Like there was some th- like the yeah. clown is like, I saw, I watched that today, and I'm like. You know, like, this is pretty crazy that this was a family movie. It was, yeah. you know, it's, but you had like this quality about it. It was very '80s um, suburban nightmare. It's mm-hmm. like what what can scare a family in like this in this this era where everybody's kind of like, uh, you know, you can that American dream lifestyle. You yeah, know? Craig T. Nelson is the best. He's a great dad. <laughs> um, but it's you know that, that, that's a difference too. That like these are movies I grew up on, and I feel like a lot of people my, in my age group grew up on these movies. And that's a thing that's I'm getting into my my salty old guy rants again. But <laughs> don't do it. A friend of mine recently posted something on Facebook and he was like, Hey, is the new Ghostbusters appropriate for my five year old? And somebody in the comments was like, Yeah, it's made for kids. And I was like and then there was a lot of other people commenting that were clearly parents that were like, No, my kid was terrified and I was just like, What happened? Like, I watched I watched Aliens when I was five years yeah. old. <laughs> or Alien. Yeah. The first Alien and you know and I was I think I'm fine. Like, I, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, not... no, I saw some some movies that were definitely inappropriate at a very young age. Yeah. Uh, we won't, we don't need to talk about those, but. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should, just so we don't use our yeah. imaginations. Yeah, let's not. Uh, that, snuff but... films were a big thing in my house when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> Nothing like that, but yeah. uh, but definitely some movies that were not, were not for children. Yeah. Um, may, you know, mainstream films, but like. Not good. Well, like uh, the film, like let's let's we can kind of go down a quick list, like the films of our era that kind of define, like Terminator. Well, well something like, like a, The Shining is not a film that oh, you should yeah. see when you're like nine years old. That actually, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. just not. It's just not the film to or see when, when I you're saw a kid. It, which I was five. <laughs> I saw a lot of those movies. I was five. The Shining was actually uh, one of the one of the things that, like I said, like like scary stuff that was intentionally supposed to be scary never really got me. But that one thing that did get to me was the. Was the old woman in room two? Was it? There's like the the the, yeah. the documentary is named after that room. It's like yeah, two thirty seven. I can't that, remember the name of the room. That scene is but really terrible. Yeah, and it's that's the sort of thing I kind of like in the back of my mind when I'm exploring those abandoned places. I'm like, when am I going to run into the uh, the old lady, <laughs> the old moldy lady in the bathtub trying yeah. to trying to get with me? <laughs> yeah, my my final recommendation in terms of horror uh, is a film called Repulsion. That I've recommended to you, you a bunch have, of times. Yeah, and I have to. I have to get that on that. That is probably my all-time favorite psychological. Was Lawrence Fishburne in that one? No, that's an older movie, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's older. Uh, Nineteen sixty-five. Uh, directed by Roman Polanski. Who we don't need to talk about him. But well, that's apparently but that film, was made before it was. Okay. Before it yeah. was still okay to like a Roman Polanski movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it's really, really, really horrifying. God, just thinking about it now is freaking me out. So let's not talk about I'll that take anymore. That out. Okay, so repulsion. I'll, You've never seen it. I've I never can't. Seen it. You're, I mean, you need I to see watch. it as a fan of horror. Yeah, uh, that's that should be top on your list. Maybe. I mean, what what type of horror is it? Because I'm not a ghost. It's psychological. Horror. Okay. Yeah. Because I was more and of like a directly like monsters. Super and, dark and damn. super disturbing. I gotta, I gotta check that out. I won't tell you anything about it. Just yeah. to see it. I don't know if I can. Then it's like now that I'm like living with current Roman, I'm like looking at his past work and be like, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, this is good. It's good. Yeah, okay, it's good. I'll check it out. My only, re- my last recommendation, if you have to see one, go check out. Uh, and I think you can. I think you have to actually rent it, but it's called um, From Beyond. From Beyond. Yeah, that's a ridiculous movie. It's great. It's from. Uh, from Beyond. That's yeah. Familiar. It's from the guy who did Reanimator, um, Stuart Gordon. It's almost the whole same team. Like the lead actor Jeffrey Combs is the lead in that, and it's a Lovecraftian type movie where a scientist sort of taps into 
vibrating his brain in the right way, his pineal, his pineal gland, so that he can see the another dimension that's that's there, but we just can't see it. Ah, nice. And once you can see it, they can see you, and gooey weird stuff starts to happen. Oh. So. Check out the trailer uh, if you can find one for From Beyond and Gross. get into that. That's an underrated, very little scene, I think, <laughs> horror movie amongst the general public. Cool. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap it up on that. Thanks yeah. for listening to our podcast number four. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for always more updates and more stuff. we got uh, more projects in the pipeline that we're going to be bringing to YouTube. We may actually post this on YouTube. We don't know. Uh, we shall see. Yeah. We're going to be uh, releasing a lot of good new music. Uh, from from some music from uh, an upcoming game, uh, we got a couple of doozies uh, singles uh, tracks from episode five. We also were going to try to get copper out there from the copper full body copper system video. Yes, well let's put that up this week. Yeah, let's do that. And uh, yeah, and if you get a chance, check out some of our support links. You can. Uh, there's actually a sale going on right now on Spreadshirt. Sale. Sale times. Sale. For the holiday spirit, twenty yeah. percent mm-hmm. off. Spreadshirt. We got yeah, we got a couple new designs in the shirt shop. Twenty percent. Yeah, if you type in the code save two zero now, all caps, uh, you get twenty percent off on Spreadshirt. We yeah, we have a fresh new design. Yeah, courtesy uh, of our our new friend, our new BFF Martin from uh, Drastic Graphics. Yeah, he really nailed it. He, yeah. he came up. We uh, we tasked him with. Hitting uh, our Astro guy with a sort of refresh, and he really nailed it. Yeah, he's uh, a he's a he's an awesome guy. He's great to work with. If you have any design work need done, I would check him out. But you should. I think he's filling up fast. He's getting pretty popular pretty yeah. fast. He does a lot of stuff for some high profile clients too. He's got like Joe Rogan and uh, Fighter and the Kid. If you're familiar with those guys. Yeah, boy. Um, but yeah. Check that out. We got mugs. We had a big we request. Got mugs now. We actually got <laughs> abused. By some fans. You guys are great, by the way, but you you guys were unrelenting about getting mugs in the shop. So we got mugs. You better buy some goddamn mugs now. Uh, we threw us a couple other things, some fun things in there, too. Some buttons, like uh, pins with the new astronaut on it. We've got a Creepio Flesh t-shirt in the style of uh, Obama Hope. <laughs> we got we to hit that guy, too. Uh, we gotta get that mug from that that one guy. Oh yeah, if you, we put we linked it out on our Twitter one time. This fan of ours made uh, uh, a video of of him basically. He wanted a amazing. mug so bad from us that he made a video mocking us for not having a mug. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that video is hilarious. <laughs> you gotta check it out. He makes his own mug. So the video starts out with him trying to. He's like, no, don't, "Do you don't, don't, okay? Don't all right, it's just uh, go. we'll link it if this. We put this up on YouTube. We'll link it in the description. <laughs> check out his video." Uh, it's just shitting on us <laughs> mercilessly for not having a mug in our shop. I never thought oh, we would get just so brutalized good. for such a small yeah, thing it's so as funny. not selling you that a mug. That killed me when I first saw that. I couldn't stop laughing. His mug design. We were trying to get his mug design, but I actually reached out to him about it. And he says, I wish I could. My my His roommate washed the mug oh, no. and completely destroyed oh, his his work of art. That's so lame. <laughs> we have to. We should try to recreate it. The, the artwork. He said he would try to recreate it. I got to reach out to him again and just say like, do that, please. <laughs> that 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 those guys are all Australian. That Australian crew is amazing. That's yeah. where that piece of artwork I got is his friend. Oh uh, really? Slider rails. On oh Instagram. slider rails. Yeah, slider that guy's rails. work is phenomenal. Yeah, my girlfriend yeah. Uh, reached out to him because uh, I was just like showing her. I was just like. I was basically like sitting her down. I was like, let's look at all of his uploads because I love his artwork so much. And then she reached out to him and actually got something for me from him. So that was that all. That whole Australian crew—they're hilarious. They're 
very passionate <laughs> about their opinions. <laughs> and we love you guys. Uh, we love all of you guys. Yay! Yay! We love you. All right. Well, That's cool. All I got. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. We'll see you soon. Pe we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Through the monitors, we can see you. <laughs> And that's Peace it. out. Sleep well. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>